Welcome to the Rob at Desk Podcast. I'm Rob Blasey. Today, very special guest, Steve Marshall, old friend from back in Toledo. But we talked about, it's our All Hallows Eve special, really. We talked about ghosts, ghost hunting, religion, our time in radio, how radio's changed. So much more. A lot of fun. Fun conversation. Theology. All sorts of stuff that I, at least I enjoyed. Hopefully you do, too. We stayed out of politics, I think, for the most part, too. So take a listen. Mr. Steve Marshall, thank you for coming by and stopping by. Of course. Anytime you want to have me, I'm all for it. Dude, we should do this all the time. Then. I am totally down, man. If you don't know, Steve Marshall is the Mix 100 afternoon guy or midday guy pending the day. Yeah, depending, depending on the Mainly, it's supposed to be afternoons, but lately, it's been middays. It's like, <laughs> it's like where's Waldo of radio? Oh, right. I found Steve on middays today. Oh, wait, he's on nights tonight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we know each other back from radio days back in Northwest Ohio. Way back when. So we're, you know, old radio people. Well, you're the radio person. I work now in sales. I'm just this working. You now. you were the you were the smart person that actually got out of the industry. So I, I saw how the industry was going. I, I'm not the smartest person. But I'm like they are programming my job away. Right yes, now. and I'm just one of those people that's like, yeah, I don't know what the hell else to do. So I'm just going to continue doing this. What would you do if radio wasn't an opportunity? Like, let's just say tomorrow, whatever. Yeah. You're, like you got a, a squirrely voice. You yeah, yeah, like yeah. Donald Duck, and you couldn't be on the radio. Anymore. That's a great question. I mean, um. Okay, I do. I, I, I've got a, I've got a couple of side hustles. Okay. That I do. I do consulting um, for a friend of mine that handles up and coming artists. Okay. And so he'll send me like samples of new demos and stuff, and he'll be like, "Where where in the radio industry do you think like what genre do you think this would fit?" And I'll be like, "Oh, this is this would be a great top forty song, or this would be a really good rock song, or whatever." And so, so you're like a music scout, like if I could, kind of if yeah, like, if, if like a parent put a kid in front of me, like how good of a basketball player right. are you gonna be? I'm like, oh, he's gonna need to keep his grades up. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. So it's like, yeah, so I, I do a little bit of that, but I, I think it would have to be something like a marketing job. I, that's the only thing I can think of to transfer what skill set I have over. So especially at my age, it's like, I don't even know what I'd be doing now. Like, so radio is an interesting thing. We got plenty to talk about here. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. But what interests, what interests me with radio is how it's changed from when I yes. was working with you and it's say about 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. Which is amazing to think. I've been in working for 20 years, and I probably have another 40 to go. I think so far, I think my retirement plan is work five years after I die. I've been in radio 33 years this year. So, when you got into radio, did you actually have to cut tape? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. I know. I know how to edit. I could edit tape. It's been a while, but a long time. Um, I actually had to get a license. I actually had to apply with the FCC and get one of those little. They were like oh, these yeah. little yellow lights. You didn't have to do anything for it. All you do is fill out a piece of paper. Yeah. But I actually, I have it at home. I actually had to fill out a. Now you don't have to do that. Anybody can get on. So, what are the major differences in working in radio, say, from corporate? Corporate. It's corporate. That's all. But when they did the when when they passed the uh, not the light um, in the late nineties, they passed the competition or the non competition or the competition law, I should say, or they lifted the regulations. On radio, you used to be only able to own 1 AM and 1 FM in each market. Okay. So, like, owners could be small. Yeah. Then they lifted that, and, like, all these corporations started, and so, I'll, I'll, you know, like, one company can own six radio stations in one market. Is it feasible for, like, say you and I were like, hey, let's start our own radio station? Oh, yeah, it's very possible. In, in smaller towns, I mean, you know, and, like, if you wanted to do it in a, in a smaller town and just 
focus on that town, yeah. not hard. Or I shouldn't say not a huge investment as far as millions of dollars. Now, if you wanted to like buy a station in Denver or oh, yeah. Detroit or you know L.A. or something, yeah, you're talking like millions and millions of dollars so it'd be a lot harder to get into yeah so then and so then so the big thing is all turned corporate they've all like your station owns like a dozen stations your company no actually my i, I my station's owned by Cronky. okay which is a sports company so yeah. they they own like the colorado avalanche and then we own the denver nuggets and we own the la rams um so we're the only radio there's only we have four radio stations in it smaller radio I, we're small which i love because that means i don't have to put up with all that corporate radio crap Even so around the country you only have four that's it four stations that's it the entire country wow. we own these four stations in denver all we own and doesn't didn't Cronky do that so he could broadcast his own games and on the sports stations he just one of the sports stations we own, and then he's like, "Oh, there's music stations. All right, I'll buy those too." When you're a billionaire, you can do that. You can just be like, yeah. "Oh, another twenty million? Yeah, whatever." Yeah, extra, <laughs> yeah. Extra yeah. I'll have extra cheese with that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, first world problems. With right, that. I know. <laughs> Man, could you, could you imagine like walking into like a business meeting like that and like I'm not even worrying about dollar signs? No. And isn't that the isn't that the funny part? Like, if you have to ask the price of something, then you probably shouldn't be buying it. Is the like the the little rule. Yeah. And it's like, so yeah, if you could just walk in and go, yeah, I want those state radio stations. Yeah. I don't care how much they are. I just want those. Yeah. I'll make them work. Yeah. Then that's fine. That, that, no, that would be phenomenal. I would Isn't love that. It's funny, too, when you do say that, like, and you look at something, like, I go to Kohl's a lot. I, I joke, like, <laughs> people are like, have you had any addictions? Like, I have an addiction to Kohl's. <laughs> like, what? It's like, they gave me that Kohl's cash. I was addicted to Kohl's cash. I'm like, oh, I got to go back in four days to get my, spend my Kohl's cash. Wait, what's this weekend? Is that the 22nd? Oh, I got to use my Kohl's cash before the end of the oh, weekend. <laughs> people are like, hey, what you doing? Tonight? It's Sunday night. I got to go. <laughs> that's funny. It's like, like, what are you going to get? I think I'm going to get some towels. <laughs> yeah, the, the industry overall has, has changed a ton. And now it's interesting because with well with what you're doing, you were kind of on the cutting edge, like podcasting. Um, you've been doing this for a little while. Oh yeah. And but like it's now like everybody's got a podcast. Oh, so yeah. yeah. If you're a law firm, law, right? Every and yeah, exactly. There's a you know kid next door thing. <laughs> right. There's like some eight year old in his parents you know basement doing he's got this. Like seven times as many listeners. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's talking about Japanese anime and yeah. you know so, yeah. Oh yeah. When, like my my. Uh, nieces into that you start looking at it, you're like what is this stuff like also like you know this like i just turned 40 a little while ago so you're like there's all that the realization that i'm getting older yeah no i'm well i'm 51 i just turned 51 this summer and um I, I am i was astounded when i found out okay two things my parents told me playing video games when i was a child was never going to get me anywhere oh, wrong liar. they were dead wrong i should have continued doing that because actually one of the things we own my company owns is we own esports teams oh yeah and so like base salary minimum base salary is like 75 grand a year and you don't even have to be good. You just have to make the team. I hate my guidance counselor. Right? I know. And so I didn't do that. And the other thing... Okay, let's be honest. So yeah. could you, I know you enough to go, could Steve sit in front of a screen and play with a controller yes. for 10 hours? Could I play video games all day? I could absolutely do really? that. Absolutely. See, because I, I have a friend who plays poker all the time. Yeah. He's a professional poker player. Moved yeah. to Vegas this year. And, you know, legitimate, like, taxes and all. Yeah. And, and like, I played with him a lot. And, like, I was... I'm not good enough to be a professional, but like, there's that moment you go, maybe I could. Right, right. I would just go, I don't want to sit in a casino for 10 hours a day. Yeah, and I get that. And, and look, would I get tired of it after a while? Maybe. But I think, like, I think I would be okay with that. I think I could what do that. Your go to, like, hey, I'm the professional Madden football player. Oh, God, I don't even know. Because I just play games. I like the games I have on my, on my PlayStations. 
I just enjoy f- because I enjoy playing them. You know, yeah. it's like I don't really like to compete. I don't even play against other people online. Yeah, the thing is, you're not, I don't think of you as a, like you're competitive. But, but my my point is like if I wanted to take out, if I wanted to continue from my Super Mario Brother days, oh. I could have done it. And my parents, you not see those videos. It does. You're like, how do they figure this out? Well, and then the other thing I was astounded at is that like on Twitch, people make money just watching other people play video games. Right? Like, we just did that on accident waiting for the controller. Like, hey, Steve, I'm next. It's so crazy. I'm like, wait a minute. You spend hours a day broadcasting these videos of people just playing video games? Like, you're watching other people do it? So, yeah, there's a, there's a whole thing I don't get. So, what maybe we do is start a channel and, and get these those complex first-person games. Yes. And prove how terrible we are at them. Yes. And see if people watch us be really terrible. Bad video guys. That, that could be our Twitch thing. We could just yeah. be bad, bad video game people. Yeah, like where you play that game like in Fortnite and you're the first one to die every time. I've never played Fortnite. I'm like the only person on the planet. That's no, or other than you, you and I both have never played Fortnite. I've seen it played, and yeah. as well as you're like, I think I'm gonna get a headache watching this. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I and I will say this: I don't know if I because I have a, fr- a friend of mine that's like a really hardcore gamer, and she is always on like this, that, the other. Thing. I'm like, I don't want to put enough that enough thought into it. I don't want to have to think that hard. When I played video games more, it was more of the zone out or play with friends. Yes, exactly. And so you could be like, hey, I had a long day at work. Now I'm just yeah. This is my relaxation and unplugging. Yeah. Like I don't like it's the idea of turning a hobby into a business. Into a business, and that might take the fun out. Of it, you're right. And yeah, so that might. So you're like, what do you do for fun? I read a book. Right. <laughs> what? Like, but I have to read the book because, like if, like, if you're a professional book reader, right? Yeah. It's like, oh god, I don't want to read another book right now. Oh man, that's a great point. Never thought about it like so, that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you probably go into marketing if you weren't. I'd have marketing. to because I don't know what else I could do with my skill set. You know, I mean, I'm I'm very creative. I have a lot of good things I can bring up as far as creative ideas go. Um, I've got some managerial skills, but like I don't like that aspect of it. Like I don't like managing people. Have I can you do heard it. Those horror stories about like what managers do and say to employees. Yeah, but and that's so not me. Like I'm actually a, I think I'm a really good manager. Like I'm super laid back. I'm very cool. You were my boss 20 years ago. That's we're true. Still, we're still talking. And that was a long time ago too. I'm I'm like I've learned a ton. <laughs> but um but yeah, but I don't like that aspect of it. I just put up with it because I actually enjoy the creative part of my job. So <laughs> it's the, it's the part you put up with to do the part. Exactly to do the part I like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the things you've done in your past, which is a reason yeah. I want to talk to you today. Yeah. This is. As much of a special, and I'm lady. getting back into it. By the way, oh, see, I took a little break because uh, now, yeah, all, it's our All Hallows Eve week special because uh, this upcoming weekend is Halloween. Absolutely. And when I think of Halloween and people that you know just probably celebrate it more than I do, I think of Steve Marshall. Uh, it's, it's one of my favorite holidays. Really? I love it. I love I love horror movies. I love creepy, dark, scary stuff. I love really? that crap. Yeah, love it. Oh, see you now. I I prefer Halloween over Christmas and Thanksgiving. Ooh, those might be fighting words. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Like I like like okay. Last year, for instance, we See put up two shelves over there. By the way, yes. How how uh, you you mean the one with the pumpkin up there that you don't have out? Yeah, four rows high. <laughs> okay. Well, you said. I mean, it's what twelve to eighteen feet across there of stuff. Yeah. You know what that is? No, all Christmas stuff. Fall and Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, you know I, well, I can see the pumpkin right on yeah. top. I did that so we wouldn't have to duplicate inventory <laughs> in the household. No, I, I I love that stuff, and and you know, and I used to kind of fight fight it, and then I decided, you know what, I have a little bit of a dark side as part of my personality. Screw it, I'm just going to enjoy it and go with it. So I, I really no, I I love Halloween. I think it's fantastic. It's fun. So and and the background of Halloween, I think we both know about. Yeah, it's a Wiccan holiday. Yeah, you know it's it's based on okay. I'm gonna say the Americanized version of Sam Hain, um, b- 
but it's really, you know, it's pronounced some other way technically. But yeah, I mean, All Hallows Eve and, you know, all that stuff is, it's it's pagan holidays that have been brought in and we've, we Americanize everything. So oh, yeah, commercialize. Yeah, commercialize it. Yeah. And yeah. isn't it like the day where it's thought that the realms between like the real world and the spiritual thin world, as thin as it is. Yes. Like so that's where the dead can walk the earth, which is where the whole costume thing came up because then people would wear costumes so that they could hide from the spirits that may want to do them harm. It's, you know, it's almost the same storyline as Hocus Pocus. A little bit, yeah, which I, uh, to, I'll be honest with you, I know everybody's enamored with Hocus Pocus, and it's cute. It's a cute movie. I just don't get the fascination with that movie. It's like, yeah. it's kind of hokey. I mean, it's okay. It's fun. It was cute. I watched it with a six-year-old, but it's like, you know. <laughs> what's your favorite scary movie, though? When you, what's your go Like, Do you have your go oh. where you watch, like, it's like every Christmas you watch Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation and Elf and, yeah, uh. But, but, and, like, do you have your, like, your Halloween go-to? I haven't watched it this year, but now that you've brought it up, I think I might, because um, I like to watch new scary movies, but The Exorcist is, that's one of the few scary movies that actually creep me out. Okay. So that's like a classic. Okay. Um, and... Uh, what? Did, uh, and my fiance doesn't really like scary movies, but I did get her to watch Nightmare on Elm Street because it's kind of cheesy yeah. and not really like scary. It's kind of funny. You know what the scariest movie I've watched recently is? What? The Big Short. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's the one with the financial collapse? Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, so you're like, oh, my God, this is a horror movie. Oh, my God. This, this is, is so disembowled. bad. Somebody getting disemboweled, not a big deal. No, no, no. <laughs> the financial system collapsing. Mortgage is going foreclosed. The subprime mortgage market has collapsed. Oh, my God. What's going to happen to this world? Oh, my God. That's funny. Watch it with the lights on. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what I've watched this year that uh, has been. Pr- oh, oh, there was one on, uh, I forget what, I think it was on Netflix. Netflix. Malignant was a new one that was a Netflix. It was actually pretty good. I was impressed. It was actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. I have not my genre. Not your not your jam. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what did we try? My wife watches this Netflix show with vampires. (gasps) Midnight Mass. That might be it. Oh my god, I love that show. Like I can't. Like I, I watched a few moments of it. Luckily, she starts it without me. And okay, so if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's like where they're biting each other and they're like they all tried. There's a baby involved. They were oh no, 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 no. Okay, so I think she's watching the one that's something with teeth in the title that I just saw the other day that I haven't started yet. It's apparently, pretty good. You'll get a kick out of this one then. Midnight there's one. Mass. There's one on Netflix called Midnight Mass. Okay. And I think it offers up an extremely interesting premise. Okay. Which is this this priest from a small island town out east, okay. like, you know, like Nantucket or something. Yeah. You know, it's one of those where they live on an island, traditional witch a town. traditional. Well, but they live like they're not on the mainland. They live on like an island off the coast of like Rhode Island yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, we're here on this island. We all take care of each other and all this. So they like Hocus Pocus. Right. So their priest goes on this sabbatical out to the Middle East. And he stumbles across, totally by accident, this whole dig that somehow he stumbles into this cave where this vampire with wings is living or has been buried for like how God knows how many years. And of course, the vampire attacks him and he becomes younger because the the vampire blood makes him younger. So then he goes back to the island pretending to be a new priest 
and gives everybody that comes to the church a little bit of the vampire blood so they all start getting really healthy and everybody is all of a sudden super interested in going to church again because and and so they're they the thought is oh my god this is a miracle from god he's taking care of us when really in essence it's a vampire that's doing it all which i think is hilarious it's a crazy premise it's funny though cuz oh, like yeah. cuz you you would think like okay think about this let me let me bring this up okay because I've always found this fascinating. We, we as, we as a, I'll say Christian, and I put that in quotes, Christian culture, um, in, here in America, we talk about, you know, the second coming of Christ and Jesus coming back, and we're all really hung up on that. But if somebody actually did come back and claimed to be Jesus— would we believe them or would we think they're a nut job? We would think they're a nut job. Absolutely. If they came back. But, but then like, how would you know? Then why are we so hung up on this? If anybody that says they're going to be. So how do we know that these aren't things that like these kind of aren't the things that actually happened? How do we know this? We don't. That's a long. Yeah, I'm not saying there's vampires because I don't believe in that crap either. But I'm just saying, like, but it's very interesting to think about. Yeah, well, because you know, it's that whole premise of is is science of today the magic and superstition of 300 years ago? Like, you take a lighter 500 years in the past and you light it in front of somebody, they're gonna think you're some kind of crazy ass wizard because you can make fire out of nothing. If your iPhone worked 500 years ago, exactly right. So it's like, how do we know? That what we're basing our thoughts on God and Jesus and all of that just aren't some crazy alien thing or whatever that we've just kind of read into it. Do you ever see those? Like I go in those YouTube wormholes, and there's like the like these basically mechanical engineers of like olden days. I don't know. I don't know how many years ago. Right. They, when they like had temples to these, you know, Greek. Yeah, gods, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Athens yeah. And and even like Egypt, the Egyptian gods yeah. and all that. Yeah. And the and these basically in their day mechanical engineers designed these. You know, statues yeah. or, or god, gods in their mind. Yeah. And they weren't even gods in their mind, but they were just mechanical creatures. Right. And like, they made them bleed out of their eyes. They made, yeah. them, they made them move or do stuff that when people, like, on hot water or something was added to it. So then people thought, like, the gods were reacting right. to sacrifices. Exactly. And you see this stuff and you're like, hey, people were really in. Um, Engineering smart than we give them credit for. Right, right. Years, like hundreds and if not thousands of years ago. Yeah. People are way smarter than we give them credit for. Yeah. And it's like, but like these priests knew how to get their power. Oh yeah, no, well they knew, they, they knew certain tricks that like other people didn't know. Oh yeah. And so, because like for the most part, the most, most of the masses were uneducated farmers, you know, for right. the most part. So it's like, they didn't know these things. So no, that's, that, that's what I'm saying is like, so it's really good. It's a midnight mass is what it's called, yeah. but that's the kind of premise that I think is fascinating. And I love that kind of stuff, especially around Halloween. Cause it just makes you think, you know? Yeah. Like what if, what if? Yeah. Okay. So you don't believe in vampires. What about? No. Ne- I mean, yeah. Not in reality. No, no, <laughs> this reality. We're no. Talking about. Okay. No. Do you believe? Oh, uh, what about ghosts? Okay. I'm going to define de, de, how you define ghosts. I was going to say, that's a tricky question because, all right, do I believe ghosts in the traditional sense? Not so much. Do I think... When you say traditional sense, like... You know, like they haunt houses and all of that. I, I think a lot of what we've... 
Okay, because I used to be, and, and I think this is where you were getting at a little while ago, I used to be very involved in the paranormal community. Yes. And then I kind of got out of it for a little while because it was kind of cheesy and hokey. And by the way, and you know, and I'm not, I don't mean to call anybody out, not that I think this is going to be a big deal, but you know, people like uh, the guy from Ghost Hunter, not Ghost Hunters, uh, Ghost Adventurers, the main guy, and I, Zach, Zach mm-hmm. Baggins, is a complete jackass. Okay. Now, oh, okay, I'm judging. I, like I don't know who he is. I'm ju- okay, he, he's, I'm judging this by the one time I actually met him at a convention. But um, he's, you know, he's Mr. Like, you you know, hey, and he's all about the show and the whole thing. But it's like a lot of these paranormal shows that are on TV that everybody comes fascinated with, they want to think that that's like reality. And it's like the more I spent doing a lot of the paranormal stuff and going to places like Waverly Hills Sanitarium and, you know, the Queen Mary out of outside of L.A. and all that, it's like you don't. The experiences you have in reality are nothing like you have on TV because it's all there's like 16 hours of footage that's edited down to a 42 minute show, so they give you the best stuff, you know, and well, so these are long filming days for you. Yeah, well, yeah, they're they're very long, and, and a lot of these investigations. So like, when I'll take I'll take uh, uh, the sanitarium outside Louisville, which is I, I did a two night investigation there back in 2010, I think it was, and um, and we spent two nights and we'd start. At like one o'clock in the morning, both nights, and go to like six, and walk around and take readings and do all these different things, and it's dark. So, do people see stuff? And and th- yes, but you're walking around a creepy ass old building in pitch black dark at two in the morning with a bunch of fun toys. So it's like your mind is gonna play tricks on you and stuff. Now, does do I believe? I'll say spirits exist. Yes. Do I think everything is haunted? No. And do I think it is what we think it is? Absolutely not. I do not think it has anything to do with like, oh, grandma is stuck in this house because she had a traumatic death here. I don't think that is any way, shape or form how it works. I agree with you more than I disagree with you on that. I I figured we would on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting that when you hear the story, because I always think people go to the... They, it's like a obvious, uh, it's a bias that they want it to be. Something can't be explained. Yes. It's like uh, ancient aliens. Whenever like all this history yeah. thing can't be explained, so it had to be aliens that came back and did this. Well, you know, there's there's Have you ever heard the Occam Occam's Razor? theory or I don't know. It's, Help me out with it. Okay, which is basically like whenever you're trying to decide what the right answer is. Usually, the simplest answer is the correct is the yes. correct one or the most correct one. Yeah, you know, and so it's like, but people don't want to believe that because that's too easy. So we would rather read into it. I was watching. There used to be a show, and I'm actually friends with these guys on social media. Um, the Kling Brothers used to have this show called Ghost Lab, and th- I remember one episode, and I thought this was so stupid, even though I like them personally. But it was so stupid. They were at uh, the theater where Abraham Lincoln got shot. Okay, and they were trying to conjure up the ghosts of. John Wilkes Booth. And they were trying to get like EVPs, which is, you know, the the voice phenomenon, okay. electronic voice phenomenon that the theory for those that don't know is that recording devices can pick up sounds that we are our ears cannot hear. So therefore, you know, if a ghost is trying to communicate or whatever, sometimes we'll pick it up on a tape or on, you know, now it's all digital editing, but you know, it's on digital recordings rather than our ears hearing it. So they were they were listening back and they were asking a question and they got and, and 
whether it was doctored or not, it's hard to tell, but on the show, at least, they played back this clip that sounded like it answered the question pretty correctly that they asked. And they both threw a, like, they were going, oh my God, John Wilkes Booth just talked to us. And I'm like, you guys are so stupid. You A, a even if it was a spirit, you have no idea it was him. You know, you're just guessing because you asked a question. And B, that could have been anything, and you're, you know, you're matrixing is what they call it, where you're hearing what you want to hear, okay. yeah, <laughs> so no, or seeing what you want to see, you know, to fit your own narrative. So yeah, yeah, the observation bias. Right, exactly. Yeah, where it's like you're, you're looking for, it, so you're gonna find. So I used to do that, and then I kind of got out of it because it got a little cheesy for a while, and then uh, and you, oh, so here's the thing: like yeah. how do you even like confirm it was a ghost? Like, oh, like, how, like, how do they say, hey, this tool, like. Okay. Okay. Well, like so on a, even on a scientific method. You go yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. I, so the thing, and most of the guys I know, or most of the people I know, are are very good about this kind of stuff. And I think over the you know the last 15, 20 years, it's gotten better as more people have decided, I need to eliminate the scientific reasons for why this could happen before I jump to. Oh, it's the spirit or whatever. It's John Wilkes Booth. Uh, John Wilkes Booth or whoever you're trying Why to get a hold of. He ran on the theater. He ran away. Right. Exactly. But th see, that's my point. It's like, yes, that was a traumatic event. But like, why would his spirit be hanging out there? Like, why would like, he care? It's like, okay, if you, let's just play the game. Like, when you die, you have your spirit and you can go do whatever you want. Right. Where are you going to hang out at? Right. Exactly. Not at the theater. Not, I'm not going to hang out at the stupid theater. No. No. No, I'm, I'm going to the beach. I'm going to, yes, exactly. Or, you know, wherever your, your spots are. Or whatever, yeah. whatever. So, uh, you know, they, um, what was the original question? I'm sorry, what would you have? Like, belief in ghosts. Oh, belief in ghosts, yeah. But, I mean, so a lot of people have just decided, they just go straight to the ghost thing. And the science part of it, now it's more of like, okay, so we got this noise. Let's say we recorded this noise. So let's eliminate what it could possibly be. So you'll go through like, okay, was there an air conditioning on or a heater or some kind of, no, there wasn't. The, is there hardwood floors or something where a floor could squeak or is there anybody else around that could possibly have made a noise that we don't know about? And so once you, you eliminate... Walkie, you had a walkie-talkie behind the drywall, didn't you? <laughs> right. I, I plant speakers all over the place. But so you eliminate all the things that it, that it, it could be, but you, there's no way that it could have been. And then all you're left with is, well, okay, then I guess it could be a ghost. You really don't know for sure. You're just kind of going, it's not this, 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 or this, so I guess it could be that, I guess. And I do think, I mean, me personally, I, I think that there is spirit. I mean, I do think we have spirits, spirit in general, let's say. Whether I, I'm not, I don't think everybody hangs around. I think, personally, I think it's like... And now that Marvel is making this a thing with oh, the with multiverse. multi with the multiverse, that's kind of where I go with it. I've, I've been thinking this for long before anybody ever thought about it for a movie. Yeah, but I've thought about is they're gonna get or anything. No, I wish. Yeah, yeah, me, yeah. Kevin Feige and I are like we're tight, and he stole my idea. Oh, I wish. Would that happen? Right. Um, idea for a guy in like a <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it like formed around him. He was real t smart, technically rich. Right. Guy. And yeah, no. it was this great metal suit with all this stuff in it. And my, the other idea. Yeah, this guy got really angry. Right, and he turned into this big green monster that would just break yeah. things. <laughs> but the multiverse, I think, does as as uh, it does it would help explain some things a little bit more. And see, this is what I meant earlier by like the science of today is the magic of a hundred years ago. Because like in a thousand, let's okay, I'm gonna go even further. Let's say 500 
or a thousand years down the road, mm-hmm. we we might actually know for sure whether there are multiverses or not. And if that's the case, then that makes you question like everything that our that our basically our society and and our world in general, which is some sort of a deity belief, is based on. You know, which is God created the planet, created humans to be a special little being and all this stuff. And it's like, if that turns out not to be true because we scientifically prove that there's other universes going on, which is kind of what I think that there's bleed through between the universes. So when we pick up on spirits, for instance, I was at there's a place in Detroit called Fort Wayne, which is an actual fort downtown or just south of downtown and um they everybody uh, up till the vietnam war if you went in the military and you went to fight you went through fort wayne everybody what they, what they call it soldier not soldiered through uh marshal marshaled through okay they marshal through there my dad went through there everybody he was in korea so they all are vietnam so they all went through there so anyway so we, I was there doing an investigation one night with a local paranormal group, and they were talking about how they would see this soldier, like the, the image of a soldier marching back and forth. And they're like, so the, the ghost of the soldier. And I said, well, what if, what if that soldier catches an accidental glimpse of you in 2009 or whatever year that was and sees you dressed like you're dressed and he's looking at you going, what the hell is that? Because he's actually in 1968 or whatever. So you think it's even a time variable? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it might be because, you know, multi-universes are also time because time isn't really a thing. It's just a it's a construct to make the chaos more, you know, doable. And so the universe is basically chaotic. And so time is a, is a man-made really linear time is a man-made thing so that we can have some sort of order out of the chaos. Not like the sun rotating around the sun and stuff like that. Well, that is, but like, but why did we decide to come up with times and years and all like go, Oh, okay. So season to season, to season, to season, to season. Okay. That's now been one year. Why did we decide to do that? Harvest. Well, maybe, but also we can keep track of things. Well, yeah. So we can go, oh, that was 10 years ago or yeah, 20 years ago. Well, yeah, so you can keep track. And right. You're at and like, exactly. You're kind of but it's not a real thing. I mean, there is no time, really, in the, in the big scheme of things. It's just something we've come up with to make life easier for us based on, like you said, rotation of planets and all of that. That's kind of funny you say it's not a real thing. But it's not. But it's probably the most non-subjective thing there is because like what's the everyone you know you what's you know death and taxes are only two sure well because because our brains can only handle so much we have to think of everything in a linear way so there has to be a beginning and end which of course you know as, as a very religious person you know this is the big question everybody has about god well if god created everything who created god there has to be a beginning to it i don't necessarily think that but i mean that's what most people do think there has to be a beginning and an end because that's what our brain likes our brain our physical brain can't deal with the concept of infinity. We just, it's not like we, there's always an ending to something or a beginning to something. So we have, so linear time has been that way to like organize our lives so that we have beginnings, we have ends, we have, you know, we have a way to characterize our life through childhood and then we're teenagers and adults and then we're old people and then we die. So the linear time is just something that we've created for, to, to give us a little bit more of order. So I don't even remember how, where the hell was I going with this? It doesn't exist. I know, but I, there was something before that. 
what the hell was it? I don't know. We're talking about ghosts. Ghosts. Okay. So yeah. Oh yeah. So multi-universe. So my point is that maybe when we're seeing what we think are ghosts or residual spirits from people that have quote unquote died, maybe what we're actually seeing is that person as they were in a specific time frame in that moment and the and the the ver or the the veil between I'll say the now time and that time is kind of blurred so we're just kind of catching a glimpse of it and so maybe that person in that time so the thought process is just so you know that in quote unquote spirit world there is no time. So when people like I've heard actually psychics say, oh, your grandmother's only been passed away for a week, so she can't be ready to contact. That's a bunch of bull, pardon me, bullshit, because it's like in spirit world, there's no time. There's no it's not like grandma's up there wherever you think grandma is waiting for you going, oh, my God, I've been dead 30 years. Grandma doesn't care, doesn't know. Grandma doesn't think about it like that. That, that is so not what spirit How is. How would you know that? <clears throat> I don't. I'm guessing this is my thoughts on everything. Okay, okay, but sure. it's but it's like everything. How do you know anything? How do you know God exists? You're, you're guessing off a book that was written and things you've been taught. So how do you know anything about any of this? We're all guessing at all this crap. Well, there's so, yeah, there's some reasonable <clears throat> deductions. Not really, but anyway. <laughs> but we're all just kind of guessing at all this. But So no, these are just my thoughts on this. But so maybe we're just seeing this person that is actually there like in 1965 or whatever, and he's actually walking his post like he was in that moment, and we're just catching a glimpse. Because the thought is there's no time in spirit world, and so therefore what we think of as past isn't really past. It's all happening at the same time, but there's multiples of us. So like there's a me when I was three back in 1973, still there. But the me that is the 51 year old me here obviously has gone way past that. But that doesn't mean that three year old me still doesn't exist somewhere in a multi-universe. You know, how, I know you think what I believe is kind of crazy. That sounds crazy to you. It sounds absolutely bizarre. But see, think about it. You're, yeah, but and see, and and and, and, and this is, and this always gets people uncomfortable when I say shit like this. I get it. That's <laughs> fine. But no, I get it. But it's like, but you know, think about it. You're talking about zombie Jesus, and and to you, that's perfectly normal that Jesus died, rose from the dead. And then has na- and and drink the blood and eat the body and the whole thing, to you that's perfectly normal, and because that's what you've been taught to believe. So, but to somebody that was born in the middle of India, and raised in India, they believe that one of the various Indian gods from Hinduism. You know, um, I'm trying to think of one of like uh, it, it doesn't matter. Like that that's that that's that they created the earth out of their own belly or something. And to them, that is just as legit as anything you or I believe in anything we've been taught. So yes, I get how it sounds, but science, quantum physics, for instance, is now just starting to figure out that a lot of this stuff, like string theory and all these things, are actually pretty legit, and they're starting to come up. Like the the hydron uh, collector or the the collider the um, in Sweden, that you know their their goal. I'm not sure this is a good idea, by the way. Their goal is to be able they they wanted to create an explosion that would be like a miniature mimic of the Big Bang theory. 
Yeah, that sounds, even if you believe in that, that that's probably seems like a bad idea. It does. I mean, like, I would love, there's a, that, that interesting part of me is like, yes, do that, because I want to see if it's true. Here's the, the question uh, I have for you on something like that. Like, yeah. where do you get the permit for that? Right, right. exactly. Yeah, it, I'm sure that's a multiple thing. You got to go through municipalities and I'm the whole like, thing. <laughs> like, they're going to try to do that, like, in Commerce City. They're going to be like, oh. Right, exactly. Do you have engineer drawings? Well, um, you know, you're going to have to send us three copies of that blueprint and. It's for the safety of the customer. Right. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, is it a good idea? Oh, you created the Big Bang? Oh, we're all dead now. So I'm not sure that's a great idea. But my point is, like, I just don't think spirit are what we think it is. I, But I do believe that there is things that we pick up on. And I think all of us, whether we want to admit it or not, every all seven billion plus of us on the planet are, I'll use the word intuitive, for lack of anything better, are intuitive to one degree or another. You know, what do you, what do you, when you say intuitive versus like being spiritual, what do you mean? Well, I mean, we all, you know, everybody, I, I, I think intuition, which some people like to degrade down to like, yo, you think you're a psychic or something like that. It's not about that. That's just like Mistress Cleo crap from the nineties where you're everybody really psychic. I'd be like, we're solving crime, Steve. I'll be your, I'll be your dude. Psychic. You have no idea. I'm just saying, like, I've, I know crap. Like, I've done readings for people, and I've known stuff, by the way, which you didn't set up. Bad host. Um, I al- last time for you. Last time, yeah. No, I also do, like, psychic medium stuff on the side. And no, I don't charge an exorbitant amount, so I'm not, like, you know, totally jipping my customers and coming up with a bunch of crap just to take money from them. Because um, I don't do that many readings anyway anymore. But the thing is, it's like everybody's intuitive. Like there, there's even times I'm sure when you're thinking about a person, like I'll, I'll just say, I'll use your mom for instance. Like maybe your mom pops into your head in a random Tuesday afternoon. And then 20 minutes later, your mom calls. Is that coincidence? Could be, could be, I don't know. I'm not going to say it's not coincidence, or is it you're picking up something in the ether that's like you're thinking about mom and then mom was planning on calling you anyway. So, or it's, you know, I think I'm going to turn left today instead of turning right when I go to work. And then you find out later that there was an accident on the usual spot that you go to. So it's like, we are all intuitive, but we don't really pay attention to it all that much. And so we start to think that things are more miraculous than they actually maybe to me intuition is more is just like our sight our hearing our smell our taste it's just another sense we had and i think somewhere along the line we've been told that it's bad or evil and we're not supposed to use it so then we do and then especially okay if you back up 2000 years and they you know you bring the bible around and okay let me back up even more <laughs> more years or what? more no, yeah so not uh, the original version of the bible may or may not say this but the king james version does so therefore it's like that must be what it is so no, I, we won't get started on that yeah we don't need to get into that but my point is it's like you know it's been taught that like you know prophecies and stuff like that is somehow evil because what does it do it takes away the power from the people that are telling you it's evil which is the church so it's like they want you to come to them for the answers, not decide on your own or go to spirit or whatever and figure things out. They want you to go to them because it's a power thing. And so they take the power away by saying it's evil. It's the same thing about marijuana, which is just now starting to get changed. The reason it's been illegal for so long is not anything to do with anything other than the fact that they were going to start making tires out of hemp back in the early 20th century. And and Firestone went, oh, no, I've already 
invested hugely in the rubber industry. Oh, so and the paper and the hemp. Right. Yeah. So it's like we need to make hemp sure that hemp is demonized and everybody thinks it's bad. There's a marketing campaign. It's the same thing. It's the same kind of thing. It's like every like the church, whatever church it is, Catholic, Protestant, doesn't matter. They all want you to think that they're the ones with the answer, so you can't come up with the answer on your own. So if you can come up with the answer on your own, hence prophecy or intuition, then that's evil and it must be the work of the devil. Not that I want to get into all that, but my point is everybody is intuitive. And it's just a matter of how much we pay attention to it and how much we trust ourselves. I'll push back just a little bit on Please. Just, just a little. Just Go ahead. Because I feel like I at least got to defend it. Just Go right bit. ahead. Because when you say intuitive, all that, I'm not going to, you know, all that. It's like when more prophecies where I'm going to go down. Yeah, yeah. And like the big thing is like, as a Christian, like, does it follow what the Bible teaches? If, if you go, hey, this is what in the, the Bible is pretty clear and going like if someone prophesies something and it doesn't come true, they're a heretic. Don't believe what they say. Okay. And so, so that's what it says. Is like, you know, so I, I see where you get your information and your thoughts. Like, I don't think you're, if from your experience, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying you're evil wrong for, you know. What, okay. I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell you this. But I think there's some, I think there's some more people out there that you'd probably appreciate their point of view on it. Than what you're giving credit for. Well, okay, okay. Are there are there people that are just complete frauds and charlatans and Absolutely. fake it and scam people out of money? Absolutely, uh, thousand percent. And if in and any it, industry in anything, you and put, and I'll tell you this, and I will fully admit this: if any psychic ever comes to you or you go to them and they tell you you have an evil entity attached to you but for ten thousand dollars i'll be more than happy to get rid of it take your money and run because it's a bunch of crap and it just it's it's a bunch of crap so but with that said i will say that i've known stuff when i've done some readings that there is no possible way i could have known it there's just no way i could have known it i don't know these people i'm not even sitting with them i'm on the phone with them most of the time I'm, you know, like they're in, they're somewhere else. I'm here in Denver or when I was in California or Michigan and it's like they're in North Carolina or, or whatever. It's like, I don't even, I'm not even sitting by them. There's no way I can be reading their body language. There's no way I can be cold reading them, which is a way of like determining their body language and the way they react to certain things you say. And so, you know, oh, that's a sticking point. So you go that direction. I can't do that. And I've known names and I don't mean like Dave and Bob. I'm talking like off the wall names, like who's Skylar? And they'll be like, oh my God, that's my niece. And she was like, I you know, and I'm like, oh, it, I, it surprises me. Okay, for instance, we were just at um, Elitch Gardens, which here in Denver is the theme park er, or the amusement park. And we did a little ghost hunt a couple of weekends ago. Finally, with some yeah, at one place we did, and they took us behind the scenes to um, the catering kitchen and stuff, and that was where a lot of the employees have said like there's things by the food too, far as right, exactly, like, yeah, sense. hot dogs and things, yeah, what the heck. <laughs> and so I, I picked up on a few things, and so I, I was talking about it to the people that were there that from the park that were listening. I don't know anything about this. I, I, I you know, I, I didn't look up anything. I didn't know. We, I didn't even know what we were doing until I got there. And so I picked up on a few things and I was picking up on this, uh, like, you know, I picked up on this elderly woman, blah, blah, blah. And I was like describing and then go and, and talk to some of the people that at the park, the higher ups. And they're like, yeah, that's so-and-so. And they, they like, she used to work here or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know. How the hell did I know that? I mean, I didn't know that. So I like, how would I have known that? And described her to a T and it's like, how would I have known that? So that's the kind of thing I find interesting. I can see the interest. I have no idea even how to respond to that. Right, right. Because there's no, I mean, I don't know. And when I get stuff like that, I'll say something and they're like, yeah, you're absolutely right. There's a part of me that goes, really? 
like I am. <laughs> it's like when I get a sale. Like you actually want to. Right? <laughs> you actually want to buy this from me? Wow. <laughs> How'd I do that? <laughs> so that's that's kind of my thoughts on on a lot of that kind of stuff. Is it, it? I definitely think there's something there when it comes down to the paranormal. I just don't think we know exactly what it is, and we're still trying to like figure it out. And so we of course put our own bias on things. Yeah, we want it to be what we want it to be. Like we want it to be like, oh, I want to know grandma's safe. Right. Exactly. Because like, like if you were going around like, yeah, they're in a, it seems like it's a pretty hot place where they're at. No. Nation of tea. And that's the interesting part. Like, like I. Who wants, like who'd pay 50 bucks for that? Right. But see, isn't that, isn't that funny? Like, okay, so we're, we're all about hell and hell being the place for bad people. Okay. So you're telling me that grandpa Joe, who was a womanizer and cheated on your grandma and had kids out of wedlock. And you're telling me he's not in hell. Who the hell, who's going to tell somebody that grandpa Joe went to hell? Nobody. Nobody's going to say that. Goodbye, future clientele. Right, exactly. It's a so, bad marketing. Uh, yes, but so people tell people what they want, what makes them feel better. I don't do that. Like if I do anything with that, and that's where I call out a lot of the paranormal people, which is why I kind of got shunned from the industry a little bit, and I'm just starting to work my way back into it. But um, are you going to be nicer this time? No, <laughs> because <laughs> no, because a lot of it needs to be called out. But like I would call out these paranormal people, and they would say this or like something, and I would be like, but why? Like that doesn't even make sense. Like why would that happen? I think I think somebody just say so many words that like something's gonna hit in the sense of well, that you're right about. Oh, yeah. Like, that, like when you ever see stuff like that, you're like, come on, give me a break. You I mean, even even a chimpanzee will put together a perfect speech at some point, like, given enough time. Well, I mean. Even, not even that, but, like, if you say enough things, it's like you have enough life experience to relate to something eventually. That's like just a normal true. conversation. Yeah, like, true. You know, even, like, we didn't work together last week. You're like, we, have a, we can both make fun of the lions. Or, right. Uh, yes, we can. <laughs> so, yes. Fun they are awful. That. I, I owe Denny Schaefer coffee. Because uh, I told him. I go the, the Broncos would have a worse record than the Lions. Oh no, nobody's gonna have a worse record than the Lions this year. <laughs> They're bad. No, I gotta send them coffee. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, you're no, you're absolutely right. And and yes, I mean, there are if you do something enough times. It, so if I just made a like if I made a hundred predictions and I got ten of them right. Is that some miraculous? Yeah, it's no, a, it's ten percent. It's a ten percent thing. Yeah, it's like that's like this, I consider it to some of that. It's like it's like studying the market. You're, you're gonna, guessing, well, and you're and you're gonna get it right based on guesses and, at and some point. Hard enough, you're gonna know what to look for and do right. certain things. But when you do, when when there's something specific, okay, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I said I had a reading with uh, there was a British a British medium that was in the country. I think this was back in like 2008, oh. and and I was in Toledo, oh. and I was in and I went, you know, Kimmy, you know. Yeah, with Kimmy. Okay. So I went to visit her with Kimmy. And um, so we went and I had a reading with her and she she brought up a couple things and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she goes, I'm getting a small animal and it's not a dog or a cat. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, and this little animal wants to come through and and she wants to tell you how, how grateful she was that you took such good care of her. And I'm like, what the hell is this? Like I've had cats, but I couldn't think. She has a very sweet sweet name is the way she described it. She goes, I can describe, she's like white and a little black and a little orange and she has a very sweet name. I'm like, holy crap, that was my guinea pig. I had a guinea pig, I had a guinea pig named Sunday. Spelled like hot fudge Sunday, not like Sunday the day. And I was like, oh my God, how did you know that? Like, how would she have known that? 
And it's not a random guess that she pulled my guinea pig out of her butt and decided to, like, bring it up. Yeah, well, it's even something like that, though, or, I mean, without being there and seeing it, but, like, it's just one of those where you go... I, well, you're a little skeptical. I, 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 I think skepticism is healthy. I, I totally just, like that. Stuff like that, you kind of go, like, they get close, like, oh, they figure out, okay, you had a pet. Yes. Okay, there's a name to the pet. I mean, but she had a sweet name, and I hadn't said any. I shouldn't even know I had a guinea. I didn't even bring up any pets at all, and and my guinea pig that had died a few years before that happened to come through. I mean, I had cats at the time, but I think we have freckles. I think freckles is a sweet name too. Like, but Sunday, a Sunday oh, I, is is I, I, is an actual. But that my that's my point is oh like, what God. are the odds of that? That she nailed that. That's like saying she has a name that's after named after a color and it's not red or yellow. Oh yeah, I had a dog named Blue. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I you had a dog of a primary color, right? And that's like that's pretty specific. So I mean, so I do think that it, that it's it's. Uh, Did you go? You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. So I do think there's something out there with all that. I'm not necessarily sold on the idea that one day out of the year, Halloween, for instance, that the veil is somehow thinner. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I'm a trained professional. Um, I'm not sure that like that's the kind of thing that you know that is the, the veil is thinner on those particular days rather than not. I don't know about that, but yeah, no, it's just uh, it's such an open, much more bigger conversation. It is we have time. It's like. Stuff like that when you go like what how do they get this information like because here's the thing is like I believe in spirits I believe in angels sure of course you do yeah like so it's like things for me we go a lot of it you go do I know this for sure but I could when people know stuff they shouldn't or and they clearly shouldn't or there's like is a demon working with them I could believe that. It's like that's not. Let me add. Can I, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Because I've always found this interesting, and I said this on my on my old. I used to have a CBS radio show uh, that was syndicated around the country that on various stations that uh, was, was all like, about this kind of stuff. Like overnight, like trucker radio. No, it wasn't even like uh, what, what's that oh, show? Coast uh, to coast. Go coast to coast. Yeah, it wasn't even like coast to coast. Where I was on in the middle of the night. I was on in the middle of the afternoon. Oh. And so can I could tell you a quick story about coast to coast? If you don't know, yeah. coast to coast is like they used to talk about like conspiracy. Oh, I love that. Show. I used to love that show. Like Art Bell, George Norris. Art Bell was phenomenal. He died a few years ago, but he's awesome. I don't know if George Norrie's still hosting it. I, I think know. he is, yeah. And so I, my my first job working in radio is working at a talk station mm. that broadcasted those over the weekend. Okay. And so I'd get in at midnight, and I'd midnight till 6 a.m. listening to that stuff. And, you know, it's overnight. You're tired. You're listening yep. to stuff. By the time you get home at 7 a.m., the sun's coming up. You're like, the whole world, it's like you're putting a aluminum foil hat on. Right. It's like you, you freak yourself That's the, for, for a show like that, that was the perfect timing for it because, oh, yeah. it, like you said, you're tired. It's the middle of the night. And, of course, your mind's going to read into things more oh, than you yeah. would. And, and then it's like you, then you wake up the next day like, what was I thinking? Right? And so, yeah. No, I, I I totally so agree. So you had your with you. CBS show with the. So I did a CBS show, and by the way, Dave, I have a, a guy I know, and I'm not going to say he's a friend, but I know a guy named Dave Schrader who's a fill-in host on, or used to be a fill-in host on Coast to Coast, if, even up what, to about what, three or what's four years ago. What's your favorite conspiracy that like, or something like on like the like conspiracy theory or UFOs? Like, what one did you want to be true? Whenever you listen to that, like you're like, oh, Bigfoot's. I want Bigfoot. To no, I don't give a crap about Bigfoot. Um, Loch Ness monster. Uh, I think the alien thing. Yeah. For me, is more. Like, and they talk about aliens, you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, only because it's like, and, and the contact with the movie of Jodie Foster was the one that I thought said it best. Is like, there's billions of galaxies, or billions of universes, 
like we're in the we're in the Milky Way galaxy. So there's billions of galaxies that have billions of stars, each of which has. So there's literally like quadrillions of planets out there in space. Oh yeah. So if we're the only one with intelligent life, that is an awfully big waste of space. And it's like, or, what what or would be the special. point? Or with that special. But why make the rest of it then? To govern the night, to look at the stars. But those stars aren't even there anymore. Oh, that's yeah. the funny part. Oh, like I the know. starlight we're seeing, it died out a million years oh, ago, yeah. which is like. So my, uh, I was going to ask you that. So Dean, no, yeah, I'm easily. Oh, look, squirrel. Um, so okay, th- with the demons. Yeah, yeah. So, shit. What was my question? I had a very good question sure about you question. said angels, demons, and I'm like, okay, let me ask I you don't about demons. Disagree with the Tom Hanks movies; they're very entertaining. They are entertaining, but they don't—they're bad history. Could, yeah, well, yeah, it's always. Uh, but very entertaining movie. Very entertaining. Okay, so anyway, so uh, but demons, for instance, it's like, okay, so do you believe demons like literally exist? Like they are yes. creations? Yes. Okay, so they are servants of Satan. Correct. Lucifer, they, devil, they whatever you want to call them. They, when they, they follow against, them, whatever. Okay. They rebelled against God in heaven. Got it. So were they fa- are they also fallen angels, or are they right. creations of the devil to be his minions? Creations of God, fallen. So they were creations of God, and they just followed the devil. Correct. Okay. So if that's the case, then do I... To, do I have to put a corporate hierarchy chart for you? Do I have to draw one out? Maybe, yeah, because okay. that would make more sense. But... Um, so if that's the case and their main job is to get people to turn to the dark side, then I used to say this on my show. They're really bad at what they do. Demons are awful at what they do. They would be fired from any job ever because why would you possess some nine-year-old in rural Nebraska in the middle of a cornfield where four people and a priest are there? Why wouldn't you possess, oh, I don't know, the leader of the free world who has his finger on the nuke? Why, w- If you're going to do the maximum amount of damage that you can do, why would you do a little bit here and a little bit there in the middle of nowhere? It so, makes no sense at all. None. So, here, so here's the a great question to follow up on that. Let's just say, in a world where they were, where demons ruled, what would it look like? I don't know. Probably fun. <laughs> <laughs> like Billy, like that Billy Joel song. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather laugh with the sinners than cry with the saints. So <laughs> well, the, yeah, well, the uh, gosh, I'm going to butcher the quote, but the idea is going. The, the overall premise, if, as a Christian, is right. what, are, what are demons trying to do is turn people away from God. Right. Okay, so... That, that's the premise, yes. The, what would, you know, so then but aren't they doing a, tr- a very bad job at it? Not really, if you look around. What, but, it, but is that now... Okay, but is that anything that okay, is so, different? So, so when you drive to work, what's the, busy, what's the busiest... What, what's the least busiest day on the roads? Oh, God, I don't even know. I'll say Tuesdays. I'll just no, put when you drive it. during the week, what's the least busiest day on the road? I don't... They all suck, so I don't know. Sunday. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. So it's like, you know, we can fill up arenas for people to go watch sports teams. Yeah. To worship. Right. Which is, I love sports. It's entertainment. It's different. No, it's worship. It's, it's entertainment. It's worship when you watch, like, oh, they're worshiping. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Detroit Lions fan, but I'm not going, oh my God, you guys rule my life. You make my rules for me. I'm like, I enter, you're entertaining me by letting me watch you. For you, yes, because you're, you enjoy watching. Right. But there's plenty of people out there. Well, because we're pack animals and we like to be part of a group. So, yeah. yeah. And and it's worshipful. But like, 
how many people are you know? But is that a demon thing or is that a is that a person thing? Well, I think it's very it's very. We've we've worshipped what we what you would call false idols ever since there have been human beings. Oh, absolutely, yeah. What I'm saying is like, you say they're not doing a good job. Is like, well, people aren't going into church. People aren't walking in the doors. Yeah, they are. I mean, they are, but like. Oh, you're, you're going to tell me you go to some of these mega churches with 10,000 people sitting in there that they're not going? Yeah, I mean. But, but, but if you look at percentage wise. But why do they go? Oh, I think there's. To make themselves feel better for all the crap they did throughout the week. Well, that's a, a very broad brush. It is. It's a very broad brush. I totally admit I that. Is there a part of that? That was a quip, by the yeah. way. That was. I don't actually actually think that. Yeah, I, but I could I could tell by the by the look at your face. Right. You said it, so. But, but, like, but a lot of the, but a lot of the things. You see, okay. There's. Have you ever watched Lucifer, the TV show? I love that show. Okay, me too. And the one thing at I at least the first two seasons. After that, it got a little. I don't know. I'm, we're on. What am I in season three? I think it's actually still pretty good. But um. So the the thing I love about that. show show and and if you see has Kane come into the picture yet no not yet oh that was pretty good so but the thing that I love about that show is it presents the devil okay and god we I could go on about this for hours with all the different devil stuff in the way that he's not really evil quote unquote in the sense of like okay because the devil really if we think about the persona okay or the archetype of the of the devil he isn't there to be evil People are evil. We do evil shit all the time. Does that mean we're all possessed by the devil or a demon? I don't know. Somebody could make that argument, I guess. Or are we? The answer is no. Or are we just? Or are we just flawed creatures who do bad stuff for our own personal gain? Well, so if you go back then with like the worldview of Christianity, yeah, we're all against God, and that's why Jesus came to bridge the gap. So we. So, so we're all against. So it's like when you say people do bad things, absolutely. Hundred percent. Right. It's like what, the big. So we all changed. So after the crucifixion and all that, we all changed, and everybody got good. Not every. No, absolutely. No. <laughs> Did anybody get good? Sometimes <laughs> you end it. <laughs> so, but, no. but, the, but the premise, I think, the biggest flaw what people think about Christianity is that, why well, go to church? I'm good. No, you're not. You needed Christ to be good. You need Christ to be right. So so God. so okay. So the Jewish people are all going to hell. If they don't believe in Christ, absolutely. Hmm. So the Islamic people are all going to hell. Absolutely. So everybody, so most of the world is going to hell, except except for the Christians. That's what, and that's why you say when you know are the demons doing a great job? Absolutely. Well, because looking at it from your perspective, and what you've been taught, and again, I'm going to say this: if you would have been born in the middle of India, you you're you're a Christian because you were born here. You don't think this, who do you think the? Who, no, no, no. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Wait a minute. No, you're, it's you're making, very cultural. No, but you're making some very broad. And but it's a very but it's a very cultural thing. Okay, let me phrase it so this who, way: who, Who's the average Christian most likely if you were born in in the middle of Africa or you happen to be born in the middle of India or you happen to be born in the middle of Saudi Arabia you would not be a Christian most likely is it possible you would sure but most likely you wouldn't you would be whatever but, cultural but they happen to have that doesn't make Christianity any less truthful it, it doesn't uh, why but why is it any more truthful than anybody else why is that one any more truthful than Islam? Judaism, which Christianity is an offspring of, for God's sake. And anytime you eat pork, if you want to follow the Bible, don't eat pork. Um, oh, oh, your kids stole? Kill them. Um, that one you're taking out of context. I am not taking it out of context. It's in the Bible. There's sacrifices everywhere. God is the biggest mass murderer in history. 
by far not even close. This is every war. Ev- I know, but every war has been based around religion in some way, shape, or form. My point is that. If you would have been born somewhere else, you wouldn't be, most likely, you wouldn't be a Christian. You would be some other religion. So that doesn't, no, it doesn't take away from any validity that Christianity has, but it also doesn't make Christianity or any of the rest of them any better than the rest of them. So my point is, if demons are there to turn people away from God, whatever that may mean to you, then they're doing a really bad job of it because people are no different than they were. We have better, we have bigger things that we can do now to, to technology wise that make life shittier for more people. But that doesn't mean that more people have turned away. It just means that more people are outward about it. That's all. Are we running out of time? Am I babbling too much? Oh, I'm just making sure I'm levels. Make, oh, okay. So that that's my whole point with the demons. So, your tones raised up. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and I used to say this on my show, which is where we started with this this topic was, you know, demons are very bad at what they do in the sense that like you always have that yeah, little. I think you have, a, you have a persona of demons that it's like, it's the exorcist. Well, no, that's not. But that's what. That, yeah, that's yeah, what it's presented. But that's. But that's a demonic possession. But that's. But uh, yeah. But that you're. That's what. You're, if that kind of so, thing. So how about this? If we define a demon as someone that's trying to turn someone away from the Judeo-Christian God. Okay. So gonna, just okay. So let me ask you this. So just being. Because I don't believe in demons that are going like. If if they're trying to you know they're not trying to get so by turning away from God okay let me ask you this so but when you say turning away from God what does that mean and do not be general and say not living in the light of Christ or some stupid thing like that give me a specific thing killing somebody well yeah that's evil what that's evil okay what if somebody's about to kill my fiance and I have to kill them is that evil no okay so thou shalt not kill who said thou shalt not kill commandment thou shalt not murder thou shalt not kill is the way that I was taught. See, now here we've got another contention because which version of which is real? I have to look. Okay, so if I find out that there's a serial killer mm-hmm. who has targeted my girlfriend or my wife, mm-hmm. or my girlfriend and my wife, hey, oh. boom, boom, <laughs> sorry. Um, so but you're they, you're deserving to say. <laughs> right, right. So, so they, they should be coming after me is really what it should be. So if they're targeting my uh, somebody that I care about, my, my, a loved one of mine, and I kill them ahead of time because I know that they're on their way to kill my somebody and I kill them ahead of time, is that okay? See, at that point you're going... You're asking me to be God at that point. No, I'm asking you no, to. Because you're, you're, you're asking. If you're if you're gonna say that thou shalt not murder is the commandment, it doesn't say thou shalt not murder except this, that, or the other thing. It just says thou shalt not murder. But it also tells me to protect my family. What is murder? So the Bible actually says the word murder, which based. I'd have to double. Okay, my we, which we came, we came in this talk about ghosts, so I didn't do my research. No, on. no, no. But the point is like that. But it all kind of ties in together because it all kind of plays into the sense of are there ghosts? Are there spirits? Are things what we think? Do we do our spirits go to a place, heaven or hell, when we die? Do we just float around in the ether, or is it something completely different than what we actually think it is? That's really the bottom line of all of it. I don't think I think religion to me is again like time. It's our attempt to explain something that we cannot explain. Now we believe, which is what faith is. We believe that I believe this, this is what I was taught. I have faith. So therefore it becomes a conviction, which then becomes a way of life. But you don't know any more so than I know about anything I say, you don't know for sure 
that this, that, or the other thing. You have your belief system. You have what you've experienced that you've then put into the prism of this. But you actually, you don't know. You've never seen God. You've never met him. You have no idea, him or her. You have no idea if it's a gender thing or whatever. You don't don't know. You're just guessing like the rest of us. We're all guessing. And we're just trying to come up with the best way. See, and then when you you frame it in that, you're like, there's no information. There's no nothing. There's none. There's plenty of information. No, there isn't. There's there's stories that people have interpreted in a certain way. That is not fact. That is a story that people have interpreted and that we believe one way or the other. But that's all it is. Here's Here's a question for you. A fact is two plus two is four. Always and forever, two plus two is four. There is no universe where that is not the case. Even in your multiverses? Even in my multiverses, two plus two is still four. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> just making sure I'm Doctor Strange. Just... I haven't watched that many, uh, what, what's it, uh, Doctor Who shows, so yeah, I'm oh, sure there's somewhere where math is askew, but. Somewhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were going to say yeah, something. Yeah, so here, like, here's, like, because I was thought about this, I was actually thinking about this not actually terribly long ago. You go, you know, like, why do I believe in Jesus? Did mm-hmm. he have to die? Yeah. And did he have to rise again? Sure. And so you go, but here's the thing. If you're going, here's someone that goes, believe me, because I conquered death. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and not just because like, if you go, so if you just did a lot of cool miracles, you're like, oh, like you said, is it maybe. When you say, what do you mean by that? Conquer death? What, rose, what? From de- rose from the grave. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, conquer grave, die. Oh, I see. Okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, would you put your faith in someone that goes, well, they never rose again. They never conquered death. They were never buried and came back to, you know, you know, came, he's like, that'd be someone you go, oh, okay, that's pretty amazing that they conquered death. Yeah. If that were factual and I can, and, and some, and I, and I was absolutely positive that it happened, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. I, There's a lot of eyewitnesses that are still around. Well, they were written about, yeah. That are written about by who? The New Testament. Uh, the, the, which was written by who? And do not say God or I'm going to get up and slap you. <laughs> it was written by eyewitnesses. It was written by disciples of a man who they followed around and they told stories. And some of those stories are different and they're not all the same. Some of them are very similar. And so there are probably a lot of facts in there. But it, it, the thing, but the point is, I can poke holes in all this crap like for days. And you, could, pro- and you could probably poke holes in all my crap for days. So <laughs> Yeah, the thing is when you ask for best evidence, like there's... There's no evidence. There's zero evidence. Are you telling me we haven't, like, they haven't even found, no, they can't They can't find Noah's Ark. Lots of things they could. There's no, and and I don't care what that guy Ham in in Kentucky and the Creationist <laughs> Museum <laughs> says. No, it was a Kenny. Ken, yeah. The Flintstones was not a documentary. It is a cartoon. <laughs> and <laughs> so, no. It's, it's an interesting question, especially on the, on the, in the Christian worldview, like, there's a big, you know, the old earth, new earth. Yeah. And I'm one of those where I go, I have open-handed and close-handed beliefs. Like, that to me is an open-handed belief. Like, if, if there was scientific hard proof and you go... I would change my mind if there was scientific hard proof of stuff. I'm saying, like, hey, there's, you know, the Earth's billions and billions mm-hmm. of years old, mm-hmm. or it's 10,000 years old, mm-hmm. whatever that, you know, young Earth. Called, mm-hmm. You know, it's like, to me... It's not a deal breaker of anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun to think about. It's fun to talk about. It's oh, I, to, yeah. It's like, and you know, I would, the tough, I mean, I probably take the easy way out when people go like, well, what do you think? I go, I think God created the world with some age. I go, if, if Adam cut a tree down on day, on day eight, how many rings would it have? True. It's that's like, a good so point. That's, so that's, I, that's a great point. I love it's that. Like, I was like, I don't know. Like, like you said, there's certain things you just don't know, but like, right. there's very, I, there's very smart people, especially in the Christian worldview that are on both sides. Like some people think it's, you know. Some people go to like, 
I like I appreciate what the guy did in it was in Kentucky or wherever it is. Yeah, because he's passionate about what he believes. But I go to me, you're kind of going, and I get how some people call that like the crux. If they take Genesis away, like there's some important things in Genesis, but like it's like it doesn't change what Christ did. So let's bring it back. Uh, let's bring it back to the devil for a second, because yeah, that's we'll, where, and and you and we'll, we were talking about demons and devils and stuff. Yeah, because we're all Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve. That's the that's the. the so the, is day where the spiritual world is as close. Would as Satan be the evil equivalent of Jesus? Not equivalent. Oh, good answer, by the way, because everybody's like, well, yes. And it's like, no, if he's one of God's children, he was an angel, then why? So, okay. So if created beings. Okay. So why does God let him do what he does then? Why? Yeah. Why? Because he loves free will. Does he really? Because if you don't do what he wants, he's going to send you to hell. So free will, not a thing. Well, yeah, no, so, no, no, so, no, but because that is a great point that people bring up. Yeah. So and why, no, why, why doesn't he just take so the devil out? So here's a if, or if, if he, he created know, everything, he, why would he even allow him to fall to begin with? If he doesn't, if like, okay, so if you couldn't not love someone, is it really loving someone? So if you wait, what? If you had a choice, yeah. To love or not love someone. Got it. Which we all do. Yep. But you could not love someone. Could not love them. You had to love them. Oh, 100%. got 100%. Like, not like, hey, this is my, you know. Oh, I got it. So, you, so your feelings for them were such. If, if there was not a, re- yeah. if there was not a way to not mm-hmm. love them. Yes. It's not free choice. Correct. Yes, that is true. And so when you go, we have free choice. But why? But, but, and, so we, and when you make a bad decision. And like, wait, wait. Aha, when we make a bad decision, yeah. which is where it all comes from. Absolutely. So the devil, which is what Lucifer on the TV show gets blamed, he gets blamed he's for a very, lot of shit. Not, he, it's a great writing, not theologically strong. No, but uh, but I think it, but no, but I think it's very, but no, you, you laugh. But I mean, I think from a theological perspective, it's a very interesting avenue to look at and go, well, here's the, what, what is, is evil just, okay, if we're going to define evil, especially on like a Halloween-y thing, let's yeah. say if we're going to define evil well, by saying it's anything that God doesn't want us to do. So if God orders you to kill your child and you decide not to, are you then being evil because you decided not to kill your child? We'll see God. It's goes really? Like God. Abraham? He wouldn't tell anybody to kill a child. That would be awful. Well, I knew you were going to go there, but that's just is a symbolic thing. There's more to go on that than... But you don't even believe it exists. Happens. So what do you care? No, I don't know if it did or not. But my point is, you all do, and whether it, whether it's historically accurate or not is not the point. The point is that life is being controlled in a lot of ways, and laws are being passed based on this that there's zero fact on. There's just a lot of you know speculation and other things that people want to believe because it makes them feel better about their own life, which is great, which is fine. Look, if religion brings people comfort, that's fine. I have no issue with that. I, I'm like, don't do away with it. I'm fine with it. Just don't tell me how to live. Yeah, no, I'm all for, you know, hey, we all get to make our own choices. Don't force it down anyone. Right. Like, it's the joke with, like, Democrats and Republicans. Republicans calling <laughs> Democrats, like, socialists or communists. Right, right, right. And the, and the real truth is the Republicans are just one week behind them. No, seriously, right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not, That's not, a great point. Yeah. It's not like, you know, if you put a Republican as king and they said, hey, it's like they would tell people to live just as much as a Democrat would. Yeah, my, my thought on, on energy or an evil, I'll say, is I don't think, and this is where I know I, I split with a lot of people. I know you do. You're going to disagree with me on this, which I, I totally I don't, I don't, How dare you? No, I know. Well, no, I, so, but I don't, I don't believe energy, which is what I think spirit is, by the way. Yeah. I don't think energy is, is good or bad. 
So I don't think there's any such, I, I don't think demons in the sense that we think exist in the sense of that. I just think that energy is what it is. And we people see to me, this existence on earth, like the physical existence yeah is the yin to the spiritual yang. So this is by nature a negative experience. Like we, when we're born, why, why is it that we die most likely? If we're old and in our bed, we die peacefully, but yet we're born crying because we're like, please don't make me go there again. I don't want to come here. This place sucks. And it's like, so we come here and we go through the fear. All the negative emotions are based out of fear, anger, jealousy, everything stems out of fear. So, but in spirit, in essence, there's no fear. We're just energy, but here is where all the crap comes down. I always think about it in terms of like a water, whereas I, I kind of picture what I would consider God, what people would call God or the universe as this like big ocean of energy. And it's like an ocean and little drops drop down onto the earth. And this is like pure water. I'll say water, but it's pure energy that drips down onto the earth. And just like water, when it hits the dirt, it becomes all muddy and crappy. So it's like our, our spirit comes down or, or gets onto the planet into a physical existence. And it becomes all muddied up with fear and anger and jealousy and hatred and, and, Ooh, I don't like you cause you're gay or I don't like you cause you're doing this or whatever. And then when we die, it's just kind of like water evaporating out of the soil. It's like we go out and we just go back up and become back part of the so whole. Do you believe in reincarnation? Not in the sense of like you probably think I would in the sense of like, you know, when I was. You, when you explain life <clears throat> in that sense, it sounds like a reincarnation. So, yeah, people. yes, I do. But I don't think that it's based on karma in the sense of like I was a bad person in my former life. So I'm going to come back and be a cockroach in this one. You bad anyway, really. So how would that be? Even? No, I do. But look, there's bad. There's evil. Like if I go, if I came up right now and I stabbed you and killed you and your wife is upstairs and she has to come down and fight, that's evil. There's no doubt about that. That is an evil act that I would commit. Was that because there's a demon possessing me or just because I have a psychological issue that causes me to do bad things? Uh, more likely that I'm not saying evil doesn't exist. I'm saying evil is not supernatural. In the sense that it isn't a so spiritual how do, how thing. Do you, how do you judge evil then? How do you judge bad? How well, according, according to what you've already said or what we've talked about, evil would be anything that would go against what God would say, no matter what that is. If it goes against him, it's bad. So, therefore, anything that goes against anything he said, whether it sounds good or not. So, again, if, and I'll, I'm not just bringing up Abraham, yeah. but if, if God said, go get four babies and sacrifice them in my name right now, and you did not do that, technically that would be evil. But yeah, you're, but you're making an, an assumption on something that could. I am doing. I am doing what Rush Limbaugh used to do, which I am making an absurd gesture to make a point. Okay, well, let's go to get <laughs> to your point then. That's my point. So what is evil, though? How do you describe it? How do you, how do you understand what it is? And you've got an easy way of doing it because you have this set of rules that people have told you and that you've agreed to that, okay, anything that God says is, is I shouldn't do, then if I do that, then that's bad. So you fight your own because all of uh, there's a lot of that darkness that's in it that people call darkness that's in us that we are afraid to act out on because we're afraid of we're going to be punished. When punishment has to prevent you from doing something, that's a problem. 
Because if if you naturally want to do something anyway, like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something. Okay, sex before marriage. According to most, most people, that would be, oh, it's not a good thing. Even says, you know, blah, 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 don't sleep with before you're married and all that crap. So it's like, that's fine. Okay, fine. So if that's the case, but then why is it such a beautiful thing for two people to connect like that? Whether you're married or not. Like, I, I'm not technically married to my fiance yet. We're not legally married. Oh my gosh, should we not be having relations? No, she's my fiance. So like, but according to many, I'm living in sin. Am I? Am I a bad person? Am I an evil human being? Am I going to go to hell because of that? If so, I'm sorry. That isn't any God I want to be a part of. And now maybe I, I look, I will fully admit, and I've told my fiance this, and we've talked about this stuff. I might be all wrong about this crap. There might be this God that I don't know about or that I don't believe in, in the sense of like everybody, a lot of other people do. And maybe I will end up in a fiery lake of hell at some point when I'm dead. I don't know. That's very possible. I don't believe that's the case because I think it's misunderstood. But anyway, you, we have gotten way off topic, but, <laughs> but I do think it all ties into good and evil is part of all this. You know, a lot of people don't think you should celebrate Halloween because it's just, it's celebrating evil. It's not. It's celebrating a part of ourselves, which is the dark side of ourselves. We all have a dark it's side. Even, it's not even celebrating the dark side. It's like, it's all about perspective on some things like that, where it's like, because churches have a, trust me, you can imagine I churches when they go, hey, can we do trunk or treat or something? And they go, ah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, tr you, you want to see an elder board fight. I know. And you uh, go, it's like, oh yeah, let's not let any kids have fun because, you know, we're celebrating whatever. I mean, it's like, are there... Are there pagan mixes of holidays like Christian? Like Christmas is a great example. Yeah, of like pagan and Christian, you know, Christian holidays mixed. It's like, but it's all about like, what are you celebrating? What are you worshiping? Well, right, and okay, and see, that's a, and, and that's a great example. I wasn't even going to go there, but that's a great example of almost every, excuse me, almost every Christian holiday, not just Christian holiday, but all the holidays. Thanksgiving is the only non-religious holiday, by the way, other than the 4th of July, which only is in this country, but I'm saying worldwide. It'd be awkward for, like, Germany to celebrate 4th of July. Right, exactly. <laughs> what do you guys... Uh, yes, it is the 4th of July. Big deal. <laughs> and tomorrow is the 5th of July. This one's kind of like, hey, we're celebrating 4th of July now, <laughs> We got rid of the... They turned crazy across the pond. <laughs> Just like, yeah, we got rid of... It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like your ex-country. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, at the time, we wanted to fight for it, but boy, we're glad they got away from it. Oh, God, are we happy that happened? I mean, so, I mean, but it's like... <sighs> so, like but they're all, like, they're all based on pagan holidays. Holidays from old from old stuff, and oh, yeah. do, and do you think Jesus is the first virgin-born Messiah to ever be talked about? Okay. God, no. I can go. There's a whole. We'll talk about that. We'll have you. On we'll have another. We'll we'll do a whole other show about That's theology it. and stuff. But yeah, like uh, like a lot of holidays are mixed like that. In the, they are. They are. 100%. But you know, okay, okay. So the resurrection, the resurrection happens to happen in spring. Which typically is what? Oh, gee, when everything gets resurrected from a long, cold winter. So it's like it all kind of plays in. And if, I mean, the, Bi the Bible specifically talks about when Jesus was born, they were getting the harvest ready. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't in December. 
it wouldn't have been in December. Most likely, like, August yeah, would have been like, about where they were at. Yeah, so why did we pick December? Because it corresponds with the pagan stuff. Yeah, I mean, at that point, so getting civilizations in different cultures to work together and play nice together. and Like, I get, like, I get all that. Yeah, like, but, but, the, but, but, but how much of that, my, my point kind of is, when we're talking about good and evil and all these things... At what point do we then go, okay, there's too much of this blending for this to make really a whole lot of sense and be factual? You know what I'm saying? You're asking a big question and with a lot of detailed answers with, you know, so it's tough to just sit in right now, especially off the top of my head. I well, no, I, I'm not asking. I'm, I'm, it's more of a theoretical thing. I'm not throwing out, like, well, yeah, give me an answer now. Well, yeah, because I think there's a lot of great answers out there that you'd be, that would be thoughtful for you. I, and because, like, the thing is, too, is what I don't want to shortchange you is on, is go... Is give you a half-hearted answer. That's no, and I appreciate that. And like I'd rather give yeah. you, a, I'd rather give you a thoughtful response that would give you reasons to think. So how about this? Yeah, we'll do this again. Maybe it's fun having you and Megan over here. We, we had a great dinner before. <laughs> we, we had awesome chicken tacos, and <laughs> yeah. we do this more often, like every yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I so, it, so how about this? Yeah, because I just I don't want to. And I love having spirited debate about this stuff. Yeah, by and, the way, and, yeah. and, and, you know I love you still, no matter you know. Yeah, of course, me too. And so. Um, so whether you want to think about it, but like send me like the, like whether and think about it, like I would say your three best objections to what Christianity is. Oh God. I have to pick three. Okay. I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm no. saying three best. And, and, and I do want to say, and I do want to say this before, you know, and, and cause it, I just don't want to go down cause you can go down a hundred different wormholes. Oh, of oh God. Yeah. So it's like, so what I'm saying is, and I'm not saying they're the only ones, please. please yeah. don't. And what I'm saying is, or the three that you're most interested in. Okay. And I think. And you don't have to give it to me today. And we'll, no, we'll, no, that's we'll, fair. That's that's a good question. I'm, I'm going to think about that a little then, bit. Then what it does, it gives me time to go. Yeah. I want to have a thoughtful response for each one of your yeah, questions. Yeah, and that's cool. I like that. And then you can go, well, I, there's like, because if I can at least like answer, at least give you ways to think about it or something, go, oh, I never thought of it that mm -hmm. way. Cause, and, and I'm all for that. Here's one of the toughest things with the with the Bible mm -hmm. and Christianity is what, especially in America, and like we can both agree there's a lot of bad American churches and how they things are. Approached. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Not gonna. I'm not. You know, like that's like, not even gonna get on that soapbox. But the the, the tough the tough thing is what was culturally relevant relevant re, relevant later, that word. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am a trained professional. <laughs> <laughs> relevant at the time versus what we find important. I just saw some interesting stuff like where it's like when they talk about like slave owner and mm -hmm. all this stuff in the in the Bible, and we with not much thinking you can understand that slavery in the Bible at times was not all of it wasn't Harriet Tubman's you know slavery of what America went through it's different there's different levels of slavery like I could argue I'm a slave to my bank for my mortgage payment and that would actually be a little oh, wow, bit more okay. accurate to what some of the slavery in the Bible was in like in a cultural sense, there's a huge cultural difference of what, you know, when you talk about, you know, and this is a complete, I'm just trying to give a very yeah, general yeah, yeah. example. Of and I'll be on, and I'll be honest, I don't know enough historical perspective to be able to like counter anything like that. I don't think so. so I like, don't know when you, when there's a historical and cultural understanding of when, what was used and what, and the words were used. And then when it gets translated, like you said, into English or King James, yeah. uh, the people that go, King James is how the way God wanted it. I find that very entertaining too. It is I, very entertaining. Okay, yeah. We, you know, Christians like I love it when Christians make fun of other Christians in fun ways. Right, I yeah. Know, I know some people drive us, but I'm like, if we can't laugh at ourselves at some of the silly things we've said and done. Seriously. It's like, come on, settle down. So, I mean, like, if, so, but what, let me get on the, 
I'll, to wrap this up, think about it. Send me your. I will send me three things that interest you. Go like I would be interested in knowing. Like if you could have reasonable answers for A, B, and C, and it can be, you know, like did the flood happen? Or okay. I'm just throwing in ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Okay. And so, all right. And then we'll do That's this fair. again, and whether we do one at a time or all three in like a. Whatever. Well, before before we call it a wrap. Yeah. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a spooky story from a Halloween paranormal investigation. Yes. It actually wasn't on Halloween, but it was a paranormal. So we were at we were at Waverly Hills, which is, uh, it used well, to be. Is that the creepy, I was going to ask you, what's the creepiest place you've ever been to? Like, this is something. Probably Waverly Hills. Yeah. Where is Waverly Hills? Waverly Hills is outside Louisville, and it used to be oh, a. Louisville's it, just scary in general. Yeah, and old Kentucky's scary in general. But it used to be, um, which is where the Creationist Museum is. Um, but <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Oh. But no, my family. My, all, this took like an intentional shot. My in, my entire my entire family is from Kentucky, by the way. Um, so um, yeah, we were at Waverly Hills, which was an old sanitarium, or um, it was an old tuberculosis hospital slash sanitarium, um, which closed back in the sixties. Okay. And so it's been closed forever, and they do you know paranormal stuff and all that. So we were walking around and we were getting, you know, EVPs, electronic voice phenomenon and all that by just recording and then asking questions and then not say, and nobody says anything. And then you go back and listen to it afterwards and you see if you picked up anything that was in there. It sounds and really boring though, too, at times. It can, no, it can be for hours. You're absolutely right. That's why I was saying about like the shows like <laughs> Ghost Hunters and stuff. It's like when you listen to a podcast. Yeah. Like this one is like this long. one. We're rambling off on various all, tangents all, like, all, all over the place. Like an audiobook. Like I'm yeah. listening to some double speed. Right. Right. Just to get, but can I get past all this crap? Um, so, you yeah, know, you're absolutely right. It is boring, which is why I said shows like Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures and all that. They take like, <coughs> excuse me, like 16 to 20 hours, if not more, of stuff, and they edit it down to a 40-minute show. So it's like you're only going to get the the good stuff. So everybody thinks like, oh, my God, I'm going to go and all this. And no, you walk around for hours, and you hear nothing. You say nothing. Nobody does anything, and it's boring. But I did get, or I didn't get it, but somebody I was with did get on the recorder um, a voice that pretty clearly said at the time my girlfriend's name. It was my girlfriend's name. Her name was Lisa. And it the voice actually was it was low, but it was very identifiable and we all heard it. Hmm. And I was like, okay, that's creepy. So that was a little bit creepy, you know, catching something like that. What it meant, where I don't know, I'm not even going to speculate, but the point is it, it was there and I'm like, whoa, that was weird. And then there's other things that I've been on where, you know, a lot of these people, they, they talk about getting scratched on like their necks or their backs by these spirits or whatever. I, and I'm like, I, show me. I just bump into things all the time. Right. And, and, but nobody, and, and, or they'll say, oh my God, we saw this nurse that was walking up and down the hallway. And I'm like, really? Yeah. We had the cameras going. I'm like, you have this on film. I want to see this. Oh, well the other camera was canceling it out. Cause it was, I'm like, of course it was like, I, I've never hated when that, I hate that. <clears throat> Turn my homework once that way. Ooh. Yeah. The dog ate it. It was just, it was awful. And you know, but it, so that's there are some creepy stuff, but I think we do more. We, I think we do more to scare ourselves. Oh man! Oh. Than anything out there that is legitimately scary. Let's so put it that way. I think people don't understand the power of our brains. Absolutely, and that's for sure. Yeah. You, so there's some caves south of here in Cal by outside of Colorado Springs. Have you mm. ever been to those? Cave of the Winds. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they have that room you go into where it's absolute darkness. Pitch pitch black. Yes. 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 And they said if you're in there, like people that would spend more than ten minutes in there, basically alone. I'm assuming yeah. alone. You're 
brain starts messing with you. Yeah. Well, it's like if you go into those deprivation tanks where you have no out, no input, like yeah. there's no, you can't hear anything, you can't see anything, it's yeah. pitch black. After a while, they did an experiment with a guy um, who sat in a soundproof room, completely soundproofed pitch black and they had an infrared camera on him and he was under the impression that he could sit there like no problem i can sit here after five minutes he was getting itchy and like not it, you know what i'm saying he was like yeah. getting nervous because he's like because it's weird when we don't have any outside input our brain doesn't know what to do I mean, especially in our world where i saw <clears throat> something where it was gosh like it's, i'm butchering facts here but like when's the last time you've been somewhere and it's just been literally just utterly quiet Almost never. It's like there's always a sound. Well, I have a constant ringing in my ears, so I always have something going on. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's when the wind blowing. My tinnitus just keeps me like sane. So. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but you know, like where it's like just really quiet. Yeah. Where you don't hear sounds yeah. of automobiles. It's weird, right? Planes and like, like when COVID ha or after nine eleven. Yeah. Remember, like all of a sudden there weren't planes in the sky. You're right, right, right. It's like and like if you're in a quiet area, like oh, this is really weird yeah or even if you go to one like somewhere way out in the middle of nature and yes you'll hear birds and things maybe but like if you don't hear cars or you don't hear other people and it's just super and there's no wind blowing it's eerie so you know okay so we'll go back to the bible just because it's a fun yeah. story so um i think it was elijah when god we had god had a god parade mm -hmm. when he, you know he runs up to the mountain he's like hit a god parade well yeah it was like where he's like he's oh. like i'm gonna pass by oh and he goes oh and and how some of it can be translated is like you know the, you know there's an earthquake God wasn't in the earthquake yeah, the yeah. fire God wasn't in the fire yeah and you go and then there was a like a it says gentle breeze or like some of the which I could have been a hurricane but yeah <laughs> but actually but ironically in comparison like the the translation says the sound of utter silence which is creepy yeah it's like <laughs> so it's like it's like this is like a god parade it's like and so it's just one of the i use the god parade is more of a, you know it's fun yeah. to say <laughs> but like just the idea of like utter silence if you went something like could drive you absolutely nuts absolutely agree i'm going to give you another show before we wrap this up i'm going to give you a show i want you to watch because i think it's very well written and it's very clever okay and they always end it's called evil Okay. And it's on it's on CBS, so it's on Paramount Plus. I don't know if you have Paramount Plus, but no. okay. Well, it's on CBS, regular TV, CBS though. It's, I got um, rabbit ears on my TV. You seriously do? I absolutely. I'll show it. I hundred percent do. I got this really nice TV from Costco. How are you watching the hockey game up there? I also got sling. Oh well, okay. But I do so, have rabbit ears. Okay, so but so it might yeah, be there. You but you know what? If I told someone about 15 years younger than us, you'd be like, what the hell do you what? do with rabbit? rabbit ears? Why'd you do that to the rabbit? But there's a real, the, the show's called Evil, and it's basically about these, um, this psychologist and a skeptic who's a science guy, who's a paranormal. You my idea about what, if the mentalist is right or wrong. The mentalist? I never watched the that mentalist? show. I never watched that oh, show. Geez. I know what it was. I just never saw it. Oh, yeah. Well, so they work with the Catholic Church and investigate potential, um, Exorcism, like, oh, should they yeah, be yeah. doing an exorcism or not? So they send along this guy who's going to be a priest, and then they send along this psychologist and this guy who's like, I guess a paranormal investigator would be the closest thing because that's, you know, he's a skeptic. So anyway, they come up with things. And so the great thing about it is they introduce things like demons, like female demons that visit this one guy, the skeptic guy at night and all that. But they always wrap it up with, well, was that real or was yeah. there something to go along with that, which I think is super clever. So anyway, if you get a chance, check it out. I think you'll like it. What was it? And, oh, uh, Midnight. Was it Midnight Mass on Midnight Mass. On, on on Netflix? Okay. Yes, yes. I know we're stealing someone's Netflix account. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my. I'll give you mine. You can hack in, and you know. <laughs> Could you imagine if they actually made everyone have their own account? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. 
curious. You're like our viewership <laughs> dropped by you know seventy three percent. What happened? Yeah, they were supposed to. Weren't they supposed to be doing that? Like li- like limit it so you could they would go and crack down on that crap. And it's like my parents have my Hulu account, and it's it's funny because we'll we'll go over to Hulu to watch something, and like Blue Bloods will be up that somebody just watched, and I'm like, who the hell's watching Blue Bloods? And I'll call my mom. She's like, oh yeah, your dad and I love that show. And so like they're the ones watching it, but they're using my Hulu account. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, so many. So and Steve, thank you so much for coming. Thanks over. for having me, bud. We'll have to do this again. Absolutely. And so enjoy. Thank you. Good luck on the afternoon drive. I'm gonna go eat another brownie. Oh, they were delicious. Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they're normal brownies, Steve. I promise. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> right, thank you, Steve. Thanks, man.